know about you, but I keep wondering why Kyle Kalinske offers advice to the DNC. He keeps telling them how to please young people, how to please leftists. He says, all you have to do is legalize marijuana and you'll get lots of young leftists on your side and you'll beat Donald Trump. Or all you have to do is offer Medicare for all on day one and fight for it tooth and toenail and you'll have the left on your side. Kyle is a smart guy. He can't really believe that they're going to listen to him. So what's the point of offering all this advice? Is it to help the DNC win elections? They don't give a fuck about winning elections. We know that's not true. We know that can't be why he's doing it. He has an audience of lefties. He has an audience of regular people who watch his show. DNC insiders probably don't watch his show very much, not very often. He's talking to us. So why would he tell us what the DNC needs to do to make us happy? If you know me, you can probably already guess where this is going, but I'll try to maintain the suspense a little bit longer. This is from the Black Agenda Report. Freedom Rider, Democrats are officially Republicans. I'm including this article because it makes a lot of the same points that Kyle effectively makes on his show. The Democrats claim to be the opposition party, but they seek out Republicans, hate the left of their own party, and don't seem to care if they lose the election. The Democratic Party has ended any debate or dispute about its true nature. It is a party representing neoliberal interests and international gangsterism, just like their putative opposition, the Republican Party. Even a cursory observation of the recent Democratic National Convention proves that this assessment is correct. There were paeans of love to the late warmonger John McCain and even an appearance from his widow. A special segment was set aside for Republicans like John Kasich, whose speech was used in part to beat down progressives and make clear that Joe Biden wants nothing to do with them. Not to be outdone with Kasich and McCain's ghost, war criminal Colin Powell was dragged out to put the bipartisan imperialist seal of approval on Biden. The convention was high on production value but skimpy on details. Speaker after speaker repeated that Donald Trump is a very bad, terrible, awful pandemic denier who cozies up to dictators. They didn't say how they would undo his evil deeds or make life better for the average person in this country. The awful Biden slogan of build back better is meaningless. That, of course, is why they use it. The slogan may as well be, he's not Trump, because that is all the Democrats had to say. Of course, the truth can't be hidden for long. Ted Kaufman was Biden's Senate chief of staff and successor after he became vice president. Now he heads the Biden transition team. Kaufman told the Wall Street Journal that no one should expect increases in government spending should Biden win. When we get in, the pantry is going to be bare. When you see what Trump's done to the deficit, forget about COVID-19, all the deficits that he built with the incredible tax cuts, so we're going to be limited. Government spending is exactly what people in this country need to recover economically, yet they are told to expect nothing of the sort. More austerity is coming our way, regardless of the electoral outcome. And I'll add here, regardless of our ability to pay for what we need to help the American workers. We're the wealthiest country in the history of the world. We can afford endless wars, 
but we can't afford to help our own people. The dust had hardly cleared when Rahm Emanuel, a former congressman, Barack Obama's chief of staff and mayor of Chicago, explained what was obvious to even the casual observer. The Democrats are repeating their failed 2016 strategy of wooing Republicans. This is the year of the Biden Republican, said Emanuel. No one knows that there are any Biden Republicans. The presence of Republicans at the convention and a handful of prominent people known colloquially as never Trumpers didn't help Hillary Clinton in 2016. New York Senator Charles Schumer can never live down his 2016 prediction. For every blue-collar Democrat we will lose in western Pennsylvania, we will pick up two, three moderate Republicans in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and you can repeat that in Ohio and Illinois and Wisconsin. I remember that. The Democrats are letting us know two things. One, they are de facto Republicans and seek out Republican voters by espousing conservative policies. Two, they aren't particularly concerned about losing. They hope to thread the needle and win by using a strategy proven to be a failure. But devotion to their donors and their interests outweigh everything else, including winning. Disappearing any expectation of progressive policies is a victory for them. The serious Democratic campaign took place earlier this year when the party establishment took great pains to defeat Bernie Sanders. Black people were played by their misleaders, misleaders, into supporting the same neoliberal policies that are destroying their lives. It was not difficult to do with a voting bloc that has whittled down its demands to just one, keeping Republicans out of office. Black primary voters were the marks in the con game as the Democrats coalesced around Biden and Sanders agreed to play the role of dupe. Lest we forget, Barack Obama once declared himself to be a moderate Republican. Not that he needed to say it after repeatedly proclaiming his admiration for Ronald Reagan. There should be no surprise that his party now dispenses with any pretense. If Democrats choose to vote for Biden, it should be with honesty and eyes wide open. There will be no holding feet to the fire, moving anyone left, or expecting Medicare for all or a minimum wage increase. A Republican will be inaugurated president in January 2021. No one should expect anything different. The sad part is that we can project this out for the next 50 years. If we don't have an actual revolution, every president between now and 2071 is going to be some form of Republican. Whether they call themselves Democrats or Republicans won't mean anything, just like it doesn't mean anything now. What impact do you foresee their movement having on the election? Yeah, I spend a lot of time at protests, especially with the youth. Um, I've, I've, you know, been there from a personal reason, but also from an academic reason as well. I ask people there, you know, what are you going to do in November? Why are you here? What are you going to do in November? And they say, I'm not going to show up because Bernie is not on the ticket. And I think wow. that this highlights a bigger point, you know, which is that even though we had this Democratic National Convention that was meant to unify a party, the DNC did not bring in the youth, you know, and I think they need to do a better job of giving folks who have legitimate concerns about the direction of this country and their own interactions with institutions, including law enforcement, right, to be, to be viewed, to be seen, to be heard, and to be included in the club. So that young person speaking on the TV show 
is offering advice to the DNC. She thinks they're just inept. All they have to do is offer something to the young people and they'll come right around. Maybe they'll figure it out if we keep telling them what to do. Later in the video, Kyle says something similar. All they know how to do is berate you, shame you, insult you, pester you to fall in line and shut up and support Joe. And they don't realize that this isn't something that works. They don't realize? They don't realize? What would work is serious, real concessions that are believable that Joe Biden will actually do on policy. But instead, they don't do that. They bring in Kasich and Bloomberg to tell all the you know older suburban voters, don't worry, he won't go too far left. And then they're mad when the people who are young and on the left are like, okay, got it, thank you. So this is the part of the show where I come right out and accuse Kyle of being controlled opposition. This is what I said in the comments under his video. Kyle, 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 listen, man, they don't care if they lose. They don't fucking care. They didn't care last time. They didn't even campaign in swing states. The only thing they really want is to keep the working poor in servitude. In my opinion, they can probably do it even more easily under Trump than under Biden. Their gig flow flows unabated. The Trump bump keeps them all with something to talk about. Keeps you with something to talk about. It gives them someone for the left to be afraid of. It gives them a purpose. Why do you keep pretending that they will ever provide anything other than empty gestures when it comes to appeasing the left? You keep telling them how to bring the left into the fold, knowing full well that they'll never actually do it. Why do you not instead tell us leftists to participate in wildcat strikes and protests? You know that's the only way anything will ever change. Would your corporate sponsors look askance at you if you did? With Jimmy Dore, I keep saying, why don't you call out Jenk Uger, a known sheepdog who takes money from Jeffrey Katzenberg? With David Dole, I keep saying, why do you keep telling us to vote for corporatists? Not just David Dole. Cristo Avalis. Pretty much everyone has caved in and said, oh, Trump is so bad, I guess we'll have to do damage control this election cycle, like we've had to do for the last 40 years. Maybe some people really do have their heads that far up their asses, but I don't think that's Kyle Kalinske. If he's smarter than that, and yet he keeps offering advice to the DNC, knowing that his comfy audience is listening, the point of all this is to keep people out of the streets. If I'm missing something, please tell me. You know I'm not missing it on purpose because I'm getting paid. If there's some substantial reason for Kyle to be saying what he's saying, knowing full well that nothing is going to come of it, let me know. I'll be happy to come back on here and say I was totally wrong about Kyle. I was wrong about all the other sheepdogs. Their point isn't to be controlled opposition. They really, really want to help us. But I need a truly supportable reason for why they're not all telling us to protest and strike. If there's anything else that's actually going to work, like voting, I want to hear how that is going to happen.